I've thought a little bit, and the best I can come up with is uh, driverlessdelivery.com. <laughs> oh. That's a, it sounds like an attempt at a free plug. It's exactly what really that is. is. <laughs> Doesn't sound yeah. like an attempt at it. We don't, we don't just give those away, you know. Sounds like an end run around the rules. We can call you uh, Triple D. Yeah, there's going to be something like that. <laughs> the third D, if you were wondering, was for the dot. I've already forgotten what the name is again. It's driverlessdelivery.com. That's driverlessdelivery. Well, the, the D stands for dot com. I've been sitting on that domain name for like <laughs> enough years. What's what's for what's, what? What's, <laughs> for now, you now it's time to get serious and start actually promoting it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. This is the coming out party. <laughs> this is your media blitz. I love that. That's a really good idea. There's probably some like regional children's Refer theater you could do. It's a lot of good ways to get it out there. It's the number one autonomous delivery domain name available. Except is it available? I'm making it available. Oh, yeah. oh, that's, that's, this is the coming out party. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, yeah we're that breaking part. that news on this episode. <laughs> I didn't oh, think I that was for you're not, sale. I thought you were you're not having a service. You're just putting the domain up for sale. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's okay. not, it's yeah. Yeah, the, the, it's a ton of work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the idea was what mattered. The work is, that's for other people to figure out. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Triple D, I got to make sure I have your um, your phone number to text you images of things as they happen. Do You're you going to need that. You have phone service inside the cave you find yourself in. Um, yeah. Okay, because I could WhatsApp you as well. I'm versatile. Yeah, are you in an attic? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I am. There, okay. Are you in a bonus, oh, in a bonus room bedroom. now, aren't you? This is, an, this is a bedroom and an attic and an office. You've stashed yourself as far away from everything else as you can, and I appreciate that. 6790? That's correct. Excellent, excellent news. We'll have you on another episode in the future, and we'll release the first six digits of your phone number so that our you know longtime listeners can put that together yeah i don't know i think yeah when we release the video people will be able to tell from your background what city you're in so That's that'll right. take care of the first three digits <laughs> yeah well it's my social security number <laughs> you, you laugh about this but we've will. got some we have some very dedicated listeners and they are just committed to yeah a lot of spreadsheets Piecing, piecing together every bit of personal information about each of us. So that's why we have to take these extreme security measures, like only giving out the last four digits to your phone number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I appreciate that. We also do the first five of your social. I will also accept. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Everyone else does the last four. That's, that's, that's a sucker's game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really want to be secret if you go first five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's I, just one more digit of security as well. So it just right. does. I right. tend to ask for first two and last two. Yeah. I think that's actually. Yeah. And Mother's Maiden. First right. two digits of your. Yeah. Then Mother's Maiden. It's just one thing together. Wow, that's a good joke. A New York, New York. Er. That's a good joke. We shouldn't yeah. blow all our good jokes at the beginning of this. <laughs>
That's a really good point. I'm really I'm, I'm concerned that we haven't been strategizing enough. Anyway, let's go ahead and start it, I guess, so that once we run into the rest of our natural good jokes that we just generate automatically, they'll be happening during the episode. I think it's great that it's we good. go ahead They're and get really started. Guys, it's episode 280 of the official New Yorker cartoon podcast. Can you believe it? That's a nice number. Shaking his head saying no. The official New Yorker cartoon podcast, neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays the official New Yorker cartoon podcast from the swift completion of its appointed rounds. Yeah. It's bittersweet, but thank you. Yeah, right. That's right. Uh, If you're just tuning in for the first time, you know, in episode 280, first of all, congratulations. Welcome. Don't have to say any more than that, but what's going to (laughs) happen is our hero... Is going right. to verbally describe some New Yorker cartoons. <laughs> Can you expand on that a little, Deej? I, I won't. Like that left me wanting. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to say any more about that. Always yeah. leave them wanting. That's the Deej motto. I make sure to rise to that level every day. Our hero is going to describe this week's New Yorker cartoons. What week is this? Oh, yeah. It's August 17th, 2020. That's right. The year of our Lord. With us, as always, our special guest, executive producer, audio engineer, St. Eve. Thank you for having me. Always it's an pleasure, honor, sir. Pleasure. That's great. That's great. And lastly, we're joined by a very special first time guest domo, 280. Like this is a big, you know, it's kind of a round number, honestly. You think yeah. about it, sort of a round number. Um, Get some sevens it, in there. Mr. Mr. Triple D. Mr. Triple D is here. 280 is great. I'm psyched about this. Yeah. You've got a lot of back listening to get into, young man. I know. <laughs> you assume he's never listened before. No, no that's I, right. listened, I, yeah. I listened early assumption. on. I, I oh. listened early on. Oh, the early stuff was better, right? Yeah. The early stuff. Yeah. yeah, but we lost your interest, and that's fine. That happens. They got kind of long. They got a little discursive. You thought we'd go happened. away that easy, but guess what? Joke's on you. Glad to be glad to be the joke. Yeah, that's right. You're you're contributing <laughs> yeah. to the joke now. You're part of it. You own it. Yeah. You you have a small ownership it. stake in it. You're you in may it. be the joke yeah. at this point. Yeah. Is it you? I don't know. <laughs> Our hero. What is on the cover this week? <laughs> it's an ice cream cone. Just a simple painting of an ice cream cone. I think because it's summer. Hmm. Hmm. Topical. And yeah. Cool. Well, I feel brought up to. I feel brought Although up. Although it is an ice cream cone with a cherry on top, which isn't real. I, no one's ever had an ice cream cone with two scoops of ice cream and a cherry on top. I mean, I've had ice really? cream sundaes with cherries yeah. on top. Yeah, Somebody must have tried to combine cone. the sundae yeah, and the cone. That's stupid. What would it's be wrong with having? Off. It's gonna roll off. Absolutely that's gonna <laughs> roll off. I don't even know why we're talking about the first that. bite. And that's why it. wouldn't it roll off the cup? It's on the same sphere. Well, because if it rolls off, oh no! I mean, when it's why wouldn't cup, other things roll off an ice cream cone? And yeah. yet they're on there. You're still, yeah, you're still putting something on top of a sphere of ice cream, no matter what's below it. Yeah, 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 and they fall off the top of ice cream sundaes all the time. They just like, you know, they sit in the puddle of sweet ice cream sauce on the sides. Uh-huh. No, it falls down into the trough. That's why you eat out of a trough, for Christ's sake. <laughs> an edible trough that's way too small is a cone. I will grant our hero's premise that a cherry on top of an ice cream cone is somewhat unusual. You don't see it as often as you do with the sundae. Do you think they're it. saying? Do you think they're it. saying anything? Don't tell me what I haven't seen. <laughs> you haven't seen this. 
Maybe the South is really that different, but I don't think so. Um, Are they trying to say something with that image? What's, no, I don't what's think going so. on? What's the, what's the underlying meaning? Analyze the title it. is Double Scoop. It's just two scoops of ice cream. I think this is. So the cherry goes unacknowledged. Yeah, no one even hmm. kind of a sleeper hit. What are the? What stem? are the? Is there a visible stem? Is it vanilla? It's vanilla over chocolate over something blue. That's but I a think that scoop. might just be artistic like license. No, yeah, it's so like small. Scoop. It's definitely two scoops with something blue squirting out underneath. <laughs> with a base layer. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't even know what that would be. There's nothing delicious that's a blue goo but that's what this is. Um, yeah, and they're reasonably well-formed, hard serve. So you wait till the end to eat the cherry on the top of your sundae? Because that seems crazy. It seems no, like you'd no, start with No, no, I always start with that because otherwise then it's going to fall off to the side like an asshole. Who cares if it but, would fall off? Because you couldn't walk around with an ice cream cone with a cherry on top. It's But why would you do that? You can do anything you want in life. Someone hands you the cone, you take the cherry, you eat it. Oh, well, yeah, I guess and you have that. And it's bite. Yeah, <laughs> you can throw it right back in their face if you want. Yeah, um, I just think it would really reasonably need a toothpick, which would be ridiculous. You want to be able to does take your ice cream home and move fast. Yeah, yeah. Does it have a stem? Does it have a no, stem? It is unstemmed. It, oh, it appears to be it. a mariskin. Yeah, just eat it. Just eat just it. Go with in. Your mouth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With your mouth. Just regular All of style. us know you're supposed to eat it at some point. What I'm saying yeah. is, I can't. I want to be able to move as quickly as possible once I get the cone. I want to get out of the lump. You Why? should get out of <laughs> the ice cream store. Did you, you steal the cone? like an initial lick when you get the cone? You First thing I do, initial... ice cream cones kind of bring up sandwich anxiety for me, where oh, I need to lick around the outside that. first because it's immediately, it's a time bomb in your hands is an ice cream mm -hmm. cone. Like you're it's making it worse. True fact. You're making it worse by, yeah. by freaking out about it, which is... Yeah, because you're warming it up. Yeah. yeah, it's a hard. What about a waffle cone though? Where yeah. you know waffle cones bigger. are much more forgiving. I agree. Yeah. Oh, cake cones, man, and then they're melty and soggy on the bottom. Cake cones. Now that's the best bite, I think. Yeah, but it's you have to go through hell to get there. It's not worth it. <laughs> right. You really speaking. feel like you've earned it by time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, well, there's a couple real bangers this week. I'm excited to share them with you. I have no idea what but that means. First. <laughs> but, yeah, but first. Well, I'm trying to figure out what's a good one to start. And I'll just start in the beginning on page 15 with a new cartoonist I've never seen before. Their name appears to be, gosh, it's kind of like two letters, but there are no letters I've ever seen. It's like, a, this is going to sound stupid, but it's as if you combine the letters HB and then reflected them in a mirror. So it's sort of like a backwards B, and then it's sharing the bar with the H. So it could be someone named 8H or BH or HB. There's really no way of knowing. So wait, but it's two letters somehow? Well, it, I, I can tell that it is not a letter. So it is a arrangement of shapes that clearly is supposed to indicate a human being's name. And because I can't tell what shape this letter would be, I think some of these sticks are combined in a fanciful way to give two to maybe even three letters. I can't tell. So Harrison Barnes. Yeah, Harrison clearly, Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> clearly Harrison Barnes. But he's doing it backwards so that we won't know what he's up to. That's smart. It's good Works to catch up on our, on, on, our, on our boy Hair Bear. Yeah, Hair Bear. <laughs> um, so Hair Bear has given us a, a beachy scene, which I can tell because they're on the upper left hand corner there's a series of kind of parallel lines 
which I think are meant to indicate the surf, and then the field that we find ourselves in, meaning not field with grass, but like a blank featureless area, just has lots of little dots on it, which are indicating, for me at least, that there's some sand here. In the foreground, we have two humans, uh, both wearing shorts, maybe towels. They're sitting on a blanket. They might have a carton of eggs next to them, or it's a hot dog. I think it's a hot dog in like one of those, well, you know, boats. They could have brought some, fries some, kind. some eggs to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It really like did it. sort of look like eggs. Um, and it's they have a, a bunch backpack. of hot dogs, though. Is that what you said? I think it's a single hot dog in one of those, um, gosh, what do you call it? Like a trapezoid a tray that uh, like you put French fries down, on, like crinkle cut French fries almost yeah. certainly underneath this hot dog. Sounds amazing. Um, and yeah. I believe these two people are talking to one another. Um, I think they're wearing shorts. They could be wearing towels on this beach blanket. They're not wearing shirts. They have tiny little hands. They're both sitting. One is sitting with their knees kind of tucked in, another sitting with their legs splayed. Um, and they're talking to each other. They look like kind of two hipsters to me for some reason, and I think it's because they're skinny. In the background, we have three other arrangements of... Uh, Dobo is shaking his head at that description of hipsters, I think. Um, he, he was, it was a knowing shake. He was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I know the type. Yeah. Sick of oh, is that, is that what it was? Can we confirm? Short Can't towels. even buy pants anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so there's, confirmed. Yeah, there's three uh, blankets beyond this blanket with these two skinny leg know-nothing hipsters. Um, one further away has what appears to be someone in a one piece lying down on a blanket, head down, the most dangerous way to sleep at the beach. Eh, maybe it's not. Maybe front ways. I feel like it's easier to fall asleep for a long time when you have your face down. Any sleep you're doing at the beach, face up, it's, it's a fitful sleep. You're not going to fall asleep there and get very badly burned. That's a new theory. We'll talk about you it later if you want. Beach, period. Yeah, it's a horrible place to sleep. Um, uh, and then uh, the second blanket from the rear, also, these are all white blankets except for one, the final blanket, which Wait, I'll get to in a moment. Face Down Sleeper is the third person you've described to us? There were the two hipsters on one blanket in the foreground. God, I hate those hipsters. They might just be skinny people. Um, one, <laughs> one of them has like an Abe Lincoln beard or like a chin strap and a, a tousled kind of, I don't know if Elvis Costello... If Elvis Costello's hair was a cartoon, this is what it would look like. Um, so, okay, so we have the two hipsters on this blanket. Boom, boom, boom. Three, three blankets back, we have a person in a one, one piece lying down. One further, we've got sort of a point dextery guy wearing glasses with a long, skinny nose. He's reading a book, sitting in a chair. He appears to have a bag behind him. Pretty standard beach fare. Zoom forward. Well, not all the way forward, just a little bit further. Immediately behind the hipsters, we find ourselves at a black blanket. Two, um, they're birds. Actually, okay, so they're birds wearing bathing suits. One bird, and you know, I know they're birds because they have beaks and they've got kind of fluffy arms and they're standing a little tiny sticks. They're birds. Um, <laughs> How whimsical and out of place. Yeah. They're is. wearing bathing suits like the and one is taking a photo with a pretty fancy slr of the other bird 
who's wearing sunglasses and a two-piece bathing suit and doing a sort of sexy beach pose, like one hand behind the head, hips akimbo. I don't know if that, that, I don't think that word means what I wanted to mean there. Hips jauntily pressed out in one direction and then one arm pressed down. And they also got a little cooler that appears to have a, a bra coming out of it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I guess what by bra, I mean... What kind of birds I think are they're these? probably yeah. a ocean-going bird, a gull of some sort. I know the type. Yeah. It's probably a change of clothes, like a, you know... Yeah, it looks like it's in a small white, like one of those um, styrofoam coolers yeah. that somehow have persisted past 1974. Although they don't seem like they should have on notice. Um, Domo, I just sent you the photo, but I have no idea. Notice. <laughs> Who's talking? Oh, I'm sorry. I believe one of the hipsters is talking to the other one. It might be Elvis Costello talking to... Are they looking at the birds? No. They appear to have noticed the birds, just getting their sort of itchy body language. What should I be doing? Oh, that's a great, that's a great question. <laughs> I think at this point, unless our, our two associates... It has been 265 episodes since yeah. he listened. <laughs> uh, you just yeah, say no, what I, the words say. Yeah, no, I have no further questions. Uh, St. Eve sounds like may have no further questions, but we will ask you after you've read this to kind of weigh in on how good a job our hero has done in describing this. Is there anything you'd Yeah, you might not be familiar with that. That's a recent feature of the podcast. That's right. I like that. I like that part. Um, I like all the parts. Let me just say, I like all the parts. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Like, don't don't come on here and kiss our asses. <laughs> that part sounds right, cool too. Right through yeah. that. No, that's another great part. I see what you're saying. It hurts my feelings, but sure. Um, okay, so now I just read it. Mm -hmm. It says, <laughs> seagulls aren't about food anymore. Now they want experiences. Seagulls aren't about food anymore. <laughs> Now they want experiences. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't the reading, turns out. No, I think it might yeah. be a good joke, but I don't know if I understand it. I think <laughs> I understand the margins of the joke, but not what truly makes it funny. And maybe that's not much, but... It sounds like you've just described a New Yorker cartoon. It's, it's on the margins there. Yeah. So Dumb. are these... Is it is it possible that this... This, these seagulls have like taken someone else's clothes and put them on and, and camera or what? what I just feel like about? seagulls taking your shit at the beach, like your yeah. food at the beach is a thing. So That's if true. they were taking somebody's clothes and camera, <laughs> maybe that, I don't know. It makes a lot guess, more sense. I'm trying to help. Her I, 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 I have a lot of feelings for Harrison. So yeah. I'm trying to help him. Want him to succeed. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Just like, I always wanted him to succeed. Poor guy. I mean, it, I, I would say there's something to that if you could tell in the cartoon that someone else was missing those things. Right. But I'm not sure that that's... Well, they're not going to show honestly, nudity in the... In yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's their stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, although, you know what? The two people in the foreground do appear to be largely naked. Like, that could be a towel. It's, I think it's a towel. I think it's a towel, too. I think it's unlikely the seagulls stole their clothes off of them, and yet they still decided to sit next to the seagulls at the beach in there. Right. And Either way, I comment. think it's not a great joke. I don't think. Two stars. All right. 
Is there, uh, yeah. Triple D, is there anything you would add a description? <laughs> uh, so you know, I've been going over it. Right? As, I'm sorry? Triple D? Or, or, yeah, Triple D. just go ahead, Triple D. Yeah, no. I, th I don't think there's anything to add. I think you did a great job on that one. Huh. Yeah. I Suck it, Deej. I, I think they're towels. <laughs> you think they're towels that they're wearing? Yeah, and the one guy has like a little bit of a stomach, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pre-dad bod. But, I, you know, his arm looks very weak. <laughs> you can still be a hipster, though. Oh, yeah. Have that. Yeah. Nothing yeah, keeping you. <laughs> yeah, he definitely would not be a good proud boy. This is, yeah, silly boy. Um, well, I'm going to keep going. I've got yeah, another one do. on page 34. Silly boy. <laughs> silly boy. Um, I think he looks fine. Um, I almost just straight away read the caption, which would have been, that's maybe when the show was over, when I accidentally read the caption. Quite a humorous mix-up, that would have been. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I think we could, and then you, and then the demo just has to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm fine you with mean, that. like, for the rest of his life, his mm -hmm. natural life, he has to? Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so it's... Like or it's a, just like a, an inflection point in the entire podcast. And then, yeah, from now on, it's yeah, that's do it how that it works. Way. Oh, format change. You'd have a yeah. lot less to, to do. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've made bigger decisions based on less. Yeah. Uh, maybe not, though. Maybe um, not. All right, so this is by Naveed or Naveel or Navis. Yeah, we know, we know Navis. Do we? Yeah. I don't. Have we made jokes about the Navi? It's like you don't even listen. I don't a lot. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate the Avatar joke. Though. That's yeah. good. <laughs> it doesn't come up super often. Avatars two through five coming to theaters any moment now. Could be happening all at once. I think, and in, in, I think they're going to hit you left, right, left, right. Up, like up, down, hours. down. B A B A. You're not. You're <laughs> not going to know what hit you. <laughs> Um, gosh, I'm going to describe this cartoon. Uh, it's a, well, you know, I'll just say it's a guillotine. We've got a guillotine joke here. Mm, dark. Um, it's drawn a f kind of funny way as if it looks like it's made out of cartoon wood. I think that might be because it's a cartoon, <laughs> but, um, care wasn't given to express real joinery. And that's the sort of thing I notice when I look at cartoons. The joinery? Yeah, it just looks like it was hewn from one enormous piece of wood. But really, realistically, this thing would have been put together with pieces, probably pegs and dowels. I don't know. Not necessarily. Probably, though. Um, but not necessarily. That's true. It could have been hewn from an enormous piece of wood. Yes, there it could have been. Um, it could have been. But I, I like the idea that we, we rank our we have somewhere in our minds a power ranking of all the New Yorker cartoonists based on their respect for dowels. Yeah. Yeah. Just various and, joints. And realism. Um, uh, it looks like a pretty, I guess I don't really know how big guillotines are supposed to be. It seems pretty small. Um, I would say it's nine feet tall by oh, eight feet wide. Uh, it's a good size guillotine. Eight yeah, feet wide? I'm sorry, maybe like three feet wide. I think I said nine feet tall and eight feet long. Oh, right. 
So it's slightly more than like human height long, especially when you factor in the space for the the head bucket. The the head cantilever. Yeah. 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 Um, It appears. Yeah, it's got you know the classic diagonal blade, which I guess makes sense. Um, It does. does. (laughs) Really, I didn't really want to get into like why is the blade diagonal because. I you know they had to they had to figure that out. Yeah. Oh yeah, trial and error, that's why. <laughs> yeah. They also had to figure out the nine foot part. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's an additional complication here. They were tired of hewing it from one block. Yeah. It, what is this? We spend all our time hewing. Um there are four people stacked up in the guillotine. Whoa. Uh they all appear to be wearing short pants. Um and I'll just say it's person, person, jester, person. One of the, you know, potential decapitees is... But they're all stacked. Yeah, they're stacked. They're like lying on top of each other? Yeah. So one blade is going to... One blade, four necks. Yeah, snicker snack all yes. the way through. The jester is also wearing one of those fanciful hats that have, you know, pointy bits that fall off and bells. That's how you know. Um, oh yeah top guy appears to be a castaway of some sort buckle shoes ragged shorts and a woolly beard the jester might be grabbing the guy on the bottom's arms or he might just have kind of thrown his arms out and he's just giving up they're not wrestling much they're just all kind of looking blankly forward or down at the bucket uh so it's it's a grim scene it's a grim scene um is it a particularly large bucket? Have they planned for no, this? No, it does not okay. appear they planned for this. Mm. Yeah. Um, there's nothing on the ground to appear that it's been messy heretofore. There's really not anything on the ground, though. It's a featureless white space, so it could be covered in blood. The, just that Navil has chosen not to show us. Um, front right foreground, we have uh, two people talking to one another. Uh... Standing facing one another, I would say at a 45 degree angle, both wearing sort of high buckly boots, black pants, uh, chunky, r- round fellows. Um, one of them is without a shirt, the other one has a shirt. They both are holding mugs, one is holding an axe. If you have a shirt, you don't have an axe. Um, I don't know what to call the hoods, the hoods on their faces. They're hoods that, uh, I guess I could just call them hoods, but they appear to have sideburns. Like they come down with stringy bits in the front and they cover the eyes down to the nose. Hoods Uh, with sideburns? Yeah, sideburns is not the right way to describe it, except that um, they're just a couple of triangular hangy flaps in front of their ears. Oh no, I guess they go over the ears, but then they also go over the back of the shoulder. It appears to have flaps that go over the ears. Maybe that's it, but they're untied and they're just cloth. Uh, but it's got a pointy bit at the end. That's kind of droopy. They're just medieval hats of some kind. Well, but they're covering the, the eyes. This is a very specific type of hat that is only worn by people who hang out near guillotines holding axes. Furthermore, oh. I don't know why you have an ax near a guillotine anyway. That seems like... Oh, wait, mm. these people are the executioners. I think I know that one. Yeah, I think they're executioners. I don't know okay. why executioners mm-hmm. ever wore those hats. 
I wouldn't know what to call it except for. I thought it was so they could that. stay anonymous. Yeah. There's no retribution. Executioner anonymity is an important principle. Well, so these executioners are like every other executioner I've ever seen in Robin Hood movies, where um, very large, fat, like gelatinous white men. Um, I just think you always know who that guy is in the small village, presumably. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like... No, Barry it wasn't puts me, man. On a hat over his <laughs> eyes. It's like, well, I wish I knew who that was. Um, it's plausible deniability. Yeah, it's true that they should probably off. also wear a shirt if that's what you're saying. Yeah, a it lot of times they're also shirtless. Like they're, I think, I think we're meant to think that they're savage barbarians who probably have like you know animal grease all over their bare chests. I mean, cool guys, cool guys. Um, so they're both also holding coffee cups or maybe tea mugs. And uh, the one on the right who's wearing the shirt, it it's a collared shirt and it's buttoned down in the front and it's short sleeve. And it's got four leaf clovers all over it um, in a way that I would typically associate with uh, those flowers like a Hawaiian shirt, those flowers. I don't even know what that's called. Um, you make a tea at hibiscus. They're like hibiscus flowers, but they're definitely four leaf clovers, which leads me to believe that Navil, Naviz doesn't get it. Um, and it's the executioner with the shirt holding the mug, talking to the executioner without the shirt holding the ax. And I think I just figured out why he's holding the ax, which I can't tell you yet. Because if I told you that, it'd be a dumber podcast. This joke could end up being about the four people stacked on top of each other, including a jester who are about to get guillotined. Yeah. Or it could be about this guy's funny shirt. Yeah. Or the fact the other guy's not wearing a shirt, but I don't think that has. But I think that's standard. Yeah, we've that that that's pretty tropey, right? I think it has more to do with the fact that this is like a an office type scene like another day but i see another case it's the coffee mugs and yeah there's like an efficiency joke in here yeah well domo will you tell us what it says perhaps work really piled up while i was gone he means the bodies there you go um there you go if you if you don't chop off their heads fast enough, another one just sort of piles up on top of it. Well, while you're you on know. vacation. Unless you, yeah, unless That's you- That's his inbox. Right, and so then you come back and you need to basically either delete some of those or just archive them. But do you, do you start with the oldest victim first? Or do you start with the newest <laughs> victim first? I prefer to go through all of the victims who belong to a, the same victim thread uh, oh yeah sort, sort and the deal with those subject. yes like it this like if bad. they were all for the same crime for example oh this is bad were, this yeah. is bad yeah. this is too bad look, yeah look, hearing someone else do this is bad <laughs> listen we're minutes away from making an amazing joke about someone being marked urgent and that's <laughs> that's too much well you could I would definitely put a flag on that gesture to take a look a look at later. Yeah. Because what's what's up with that gesture? Yeah. 
I like how our hero did that thing where he wanted to play the game that we were playing, but he also wanted to look down upon it. So he just made the oblique reference to the joke he was going to make. Yeah. As if he would would never bother. I wouldn't make this joke. This is garbage. We all know it, but it's, you know. That's our garbage. Um, I think it's more important to me. Yeah, it's it's a strange one. Yeah, I don't know. It really bothers me. He's wearing a four-leaf clover shirt. It. I guess it implies that he went to Ireland. Domo, what do you think? Is it is he's just back from vacation, and that was his vacation shirt? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, the other guy doesn't even have a shirt. Yeah, right. Like, what are you? Yeah, you're (laughs) probably not supposed to wear a shirt. Yeah, he's like, look at this thing. It's great. Also, their guillotine is really something. It's, it's kind of crappy. Yeah, it's. I doubt it would it's get like to the requisite speed even with one head. Not enough dowels? <sighs> a real budget guillotine. Yeah. It's not getting a one at a time operation. Yeah, if that. I mean. The bucket is just big enough for a head. That's what the. Wait. I, I was about to say that's what the axe is for, but our hero already figured out what the axe is for. Yeah. It's not so, clear to me based on this. Yeah, uh, so I don't think it's the really horrible idea, which is that his job is to hack the dangling, like spinal cords off from yeah. the game. I think that's probably what it is. I don't think it's that's gotta be what it is. I it's either that or it's to deal with the people who run away. So I think fight. I think he's the another executioner in this executioning complex, uh. and his full time <laughs> gig is chopping heads. Right. Bert over here just took his vacation from the guillotine for two weeks. They're like catching up over by the water cooler. And that's yeah. why Bert's not wearing a shirt. I, I think you're 100% correct about that. Or maybe Gary. Mm. Um, huh. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's so much better than him just like gingerly hacking at spinal cords with a huge, it's a really big axe. If anything, that's a job for a hatchet. Um, I can't There's wait to take to a... where the guy on top, the guy on top of the jester, his head and his body are sort of out of alignment, and that keeps bugging me as I'm staring at this photo. Yeah. Is it just meant to convey that it's a jumbled pile of work to be done? No, I think you could have angled the body differently or something. I don't know. Yeah, the artist has led us astray with the guy on top. Um. Honestly, looks like a pretty good da- guy. I'm a little, I'm a little sad he's gonna. I mean, not that I want the rest of them. He looks that. like George Carlin. <laughs> he does look like George Carlin. <laughs> Damn it, not twice. I can't lose George Carlin again. Um, not, not for a crime he clearly didn't commit either. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanting to be free. Um, yeah, I, I have no problem with the jester dying. Um, I don't know him. He probably has a family, but he seems really sad. <laughs> he's lost yeah. he's lost it you know yeah that's true he also has Manchester. like stubble and uh oh, he's been talking. there yeah well, this guy was on vacation sounds like oh someone's God, got a case right. of the mondays am i right you might be I'm right i'm right um i have one more truly favorite comic that is very outside the realm of what we typically do here um it's a bliss cartoon it's two panels and both panels have text in them i think the way to do this is i'm going to describe both panels both vertical panels next to one another and then have the domo read it maybe that happens all the time but i'm out of practice so there you go so this is no different 
Yes. <laughs> no, okay. It's the same. It's All sl- right. Okay. Slightly different. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's different for me. Not actually really, though, in any way. All right. So, yes. We're by a pool. We're by a pool in what I would guess is a backyard in some sort of residential area. Panel number one? What's that? Is this panel number one? Panel number one and number two. Panel number one is a little bit zoomed out, and panel number two is zoomed in a bit more in the same basic milieu. I see. Enhanced. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Um, There's more context in the first panel, which is why I can describe it first um yeah so it's a residential area it doesn't look like it's incredibly dense there's a lot of space in between the two houses that i see but of course they're so close to one another that i think this isn't the middle of nowhere so it's like a neighborhood but it's like a nice exurb um i don't know if it's nice but it's an exurb um the sun is shining looks hot outside uh the house that we're next to it's a two-story house it's got Um, a large kind of sliding glass door or just a plate glass window at ground level, which seems dangerous, Um, leading out onto a patio where we find ourselves and our two uh, humans on on this cartoon. Um, I should say that there's a couple trees in the backyard, background, and uh, the other house down the street is also a two-story, two-story gable number. Um, So the two people standing on this patio next to this house in the foreground are um, two little boys. They are standing by the edge of the pool. A pool. Might not be the only pool. Um, Which, uh, you know, it's a standard backyard pool. It's a rectangular pool. I'm guessing I can only see one corner of it. That appears to be at a right angle. Um, It's got square tiles going down from the edge of what appears to be a concrete surface. Um, Two boys. The boy in the background is wearing glasses in that way that I always associate with Indiana Jones, the the guy who burns his hand on the medallion in the first Indiana Jones movie, where the glasses have no eyes behind them. They're just big white circles. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But he's a little boy, so I don't think he <laughs> I don't think he's a Nazi in this particular situation um, I think he's just a bespectacled boy uh, he's wearing... the glasses are very thick I think so that's what that's what you that that's what it is. sounds like yeah 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 that does sound right um, coke bottle glasses I believe mm-hmm. they've been yeah referred to and he's got a you know he's got a side part um, he's got a shirt off he's wearing shorts he's barefoot he's holding a tiny inner tube Um, he's ready to get in the pool he's ready to get in the pool but he's like 15 feet away watching his other compatriot running towards the pool Um, Mm. i can tell that he's running because he's doing the walking man sort of on the crossing crosswalk yeah the crosswalk walking man sign Uh, but there's lots of kind of shake lines by his feet and arms and hands he is He's moving fast, and he's got a word bubble coming out of his head. What is that inner tube? You said it was tiny? Uh, yeah. I'm glad I did, because that's an important point. I, yeah. Um, it might hold this little boy up, but it would not hold me up. And In my book, that is, that's a ridiculous inner tube. Um, I don't think this little boy could fit his head through the inner tube. I'm tempted to say it's in between an inner tube and like a um, hemorrhoids donut. 
in size. Wow. I could just tell you some, right now. I think it's maybe 20 inches diameter. That's my guess. Or some kind of arm floaty or something. Yeah. He's also holding it one. He's palming it with his right hand while he looks back over his shoulder at his friend running into the pool. I guess they're friends. Uh, that kid has no inner tube or anything? No inner tube. Just a big smile on his face. Uh, he's also wearing shorts and barefoot. Uh, he's got tiny little claw fingers. Um, he's got flowing locks. He's got long brown hair. Skinny. <laughs> yeah. Skinny. <laughs> he's not really skinny. He's got, he's, he's healthy. Um, so he's got tiny little black. As a, because I mentioned the other guy, <laughs> sort of gla Coke bottle glasses, I guess. Um, this guy doesn't have glasses. He just has tiny little black circles for eyes. Um, and then like, ah, uh, just arcs radiate one arc kind of I don't know what his eyebrows are doing. The eyebrows are very weird. I think they're showing me that he is happy and excited running towards the pool, but I have trouble with them. Anyway, so he's saying something to his friend. Cut to the next panel. Um, I am going to read one thing that says, which it says, um, Not sure I'll allow that. You yeah. have to bleep it. That's our brown, our brown yeah, haired you just... boy. <laughs> Yeah, well, you, know, you can believe that out for sure. Domo can read it again. That'll help. Um, a brown-haired boy is in the pool. He's shrieking in horror. We're looking over his shore, shoulder back at the edge of the pool. Um, yeah, his mouth is agape. His head's sticking out of the water. Uh, and up above, there's a... Gosh. I can definitely tell you that there are arms, and I can see the same glasses that were before but this is no longer the body of a human being except that i can see arms and eyes a nose and a mouth um it's flat this creature and it's peeling itself up off of the ground uh, its face in the middle it's flat but it's also irregularly shaped like an amoeba it's got kind of weird gross bulbous sticks coming out of its sides which are like L-shaped arms, <clears throat> kind of claw hands as well. Um, stink lines are coming off it. I believe there's a couple little flies on one side and then the other. Yeah, so we've got the, the circle glasses, kind of hideous, sad, similar eyebrows to our other friend in the first panel, but not excited, more to sort of like what is happening to me. Um, and the mouth doing that thing that mouths sometimes do which I don't know how to describe, which is sort of like a, how would I describe it? It's not, a, it's a type of frown. Um, it is an open mouth shriek where the lower lip goes up. Hmm. Did that help? Uh, no. Imagine, nah. imagine a cartoon shark coming out of the water and you can see like the first bow of its like snoot coming out. This oh, would not help, but sometimes their mouths just kind of look like arcs, like kind of lenticular. Oh, maybe that's it. Does lenticular help? No. Is it like the is it like the Charlie Brown Wah! kind of? Yeah, I think so. But what, what is, is what does Charlie Brown's lip do? When Charlie, Charlie Brown throws his no head lips. back, is yeah, it, he doesn't really have lips. <laughs> no lips in the Peanuts universe. Is it just a circle? Yeah. The mouth in Charlie Brown does that. Well, sometimes it takes on different shapes. Great. I'm trying to describe one of the shapes, I guess, which is um, like a crescent moon. 
about that? Mm-hmm. That's a shape. There yeah. you go. It, the, mouth, the mouth is like that, where the bottom points of the mouth, much like We're a frown, are pointing down. Yeah. Uh, it's a whale. It's a whale. There's agony here. Tons of agony. Only um, our Patreon subscribers will see the video portion there where we all made those faces at each other, but it was yeah. great. That's yeah. why you pay for it. It's always cheating. Um, do you guys, so this, are you ready to hear this what's is happening? This a video? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's two frames of the video. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, so this creature is, is clearly... Oh, you're asking what? if this podcast is a video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon subscribers. It is. Well, now I'm confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First video podcast. Um, it's not even. It's this, just the best. Boy um, number one has jumped in the pool. Boy, boy number, number one two. has jumped in the pool, and he's the one talking in the first panel. And he and he turns around and looks back. And after moments later, in the pool. Moments later, and his that, friend that, that. has turned into some sort of goop monster. Yes flattened goop monster is anyone saying anything in the second panel yes i'm sorry goop monster is saying something in a speech bubble got it all right okay are we ready okay panel one last one in is a rotten egg Mm. timmy what have you done it's great that's a good one yeah in squiggly font yeah yeah (laughs) And I just love that he has like stink lines and yeah, it's great. <laughs> but I like that they still had to give him arms and he's dragging himself to the pool, I think, which is not where you want to go if you're a rotten egg, but I don't know where you go. Well, he was on his way there. Right. He yeah. still, he dreamed of getting in that pool. Right. He's right on the edge. Oh man. Yeah. This is That's good. Pretty, pretty Who Kafka-ish this shit. Cartoonist? Um, that was Bliss. Bliss. Well done, he's Bliss. He's known as Belissa. Isn't that a good one? I, I is, that, is that good? Is it yeah, good? I, so. I guess it's yes. good. Yes, okay. it's good. All right. It's a good one. There's, For fans there's no argument. Low grade three, out, three out of four hosts say it's good, and that's good. That means it's good. I have one more pretty good one. It's good. I don't think you should have read the moments later part. I'll say. Oh. I know. I'm, no, of course no, you shouldn't have. The entire <laughs> yeah. point of the podcast is no that question. you don't read the words, and then you're just like, "I'm going to read some of the words." You know, because well, I can read this direction. Word. I can read I'm stage really, direction. I'm really feeling it today, so <laughs> I'm going to do the one thing that I don't do on this. Podcast. Yeah, I guess that's true. I yeah. shut down you guys trying to do the one thing that I do, which is <laughs> talk mindlessly, and then decide to do the one thing that you do. It's not the one thing. It's the one thing. Uh, I feel like we do a lot, but, you know, fine. fine. We do a lot. DDD does, you know, less, but this is also it's your first time. It's understandable. First time. Also, it's just set up for you. I did, I did today at the grocery store see something, and I bought it because hmm. I was going to be on this video podcast. What was it? Like it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he appears to be showing us a can of liquid death. And it's Liquid Death Mountain Water. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my goodness. You can yeah. charge literally 70% more than people would be willing to spend on any other can of water for that. What? 16 ounce say- can, it was like $1.29. Based on the Whoa. old English font, I think, is what allows you to charge that much more in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Liquid Death. So, how is it now that we're in full on, you know? It's water. It's, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit velvety, like Evian, which I don't like in water. Mm. Wait a minute, it's just water? <laughs> it's a can well, it's of mountain, mountain water. water. It's liquid death, though. What? There's no alcohol in it. No. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I was convinced it was a beer or like a hard seltzer or something. Yeah, yeah it says it right there. It's drinking water. <laughs> liquid death. Like called drinking. liquid death. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that they say drinking water. Yeah. So this goes in my radiator, right? No, yes. no, that's <laughs> no, that there's drinking pretty, water. That's a pretty common mistake. So but this isn't safe to drink, is it? No, do not put it in the iron, ma'am. There are a hell of a lot of words on the on the bottle, though, as I'm looking at this. But yeah. Liquid death. Tell us a few other of the words. So like, they just put water in a can, branded it, it the shit says, out of it. Their tagline <laughs> seems to be murder your thirst. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. These are the kind yeah. of product placement opportunities that yeah. we, we, we need more of. No, yeah, Liquid frankly. Death will do free promotion. Yeah, for that. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah no charge. Yeah. No. Liquid Death murder water. <laughs> <laughs> safe to drink murder your all. thirst yeah safe drinking. drinking water it's for drinking <laughs> that's like in the apocalypse you're gonna have a case of that down in the basement you forget about it like i'm really thirsty but shit should i Seems i feel dangerous. like this is trying to tell me something yeah. <laughs> it's a certain death if you yeah. drink it it's real it's a trap scenario <laughs> if they call it certain death that would be even better but liquid death is pretty good a light yeah it's pretty great yeah. Um, I've got a, a Hafiz on page 56. Oh, Hafiz. We haven't had no. Hafiz in a while. Yeah, that, that know, is it's, true. A, it's true. A really, it's a nice uh, illustration style. I'll give you that much, Hafiz. Uh, I'm starting to do a thing where I take the photo first, so there isn't, you know, as much dead air, but it's really like where the dead air happens. Anyway, Hafiz. Um, gosh, we find ourselves in a sort of clearing between some lumps uh like hummocks like kind of reasonably sized hills um there's two hummocks yeah, yeah i think a hummock's like a reasonably sized hill or like a heap like a large heap like an earthen mound yes i know what a heap is a hummock yeah. seems i think yeah, a hummock like is a like a there. muddy dirty heap but of a certain size <clears throat> anyway they could also be rocks i don't know um you they could buy with so much because oh. no one would ever care to Google it. <laughs> I really, I mean, I am fighting every bone in my body looking up what a hummock is because it's a word I use from time to time. Well, you're forbidden from introducing new knowledge into the podcast. So. Only yeah. by brute force. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, only discussed. brute force knowledge, which I'm still yeah. work, working on figuring that out. But that's part of the brute force process. Exactly. You'll get there. Yeah. Just keep going. Eventually. I'll try every combination. Um, it appears I've got the we, definition if you're interested. Nope. I would love to know. <laughs> Feel free to text it to me. Um, side channel. Or just slack it to me real quick. That's great. Um, I wouldn't want anyone who listens to this podcast to think that we just refuse to look things up. It's just that, you know, we can't. It's not part of our what have you. If it's not in the sweat box. We're, we're capable of learning things. Like all of us get things done outside of this podcast time we survive i don't i live purely off the residuals from this podcast (laughs) (laughs) brute force podcasting um i think it's actually snow now that i've said it this hummock which means it's definitely not a hummock i'll tell you that much um (laughs) i think it's snow because it's white and featureless and it is irregular and lumpy and also the ground around it has lots of, it's white as well, which, you know, doesn't mean anything in the New Yorker. 
Um, but it appears to have lots of tiny indents in it, which are pretty lovingly drawn by Hafiz, um, who, I'll just go ahead and say it, Hafiz is a master of the line. Really beautiful line work here. And a light ink, ink wash as well, but nothing, nothing overbearing. So I think it's snow. I think people have been walking around in the snow and making <clears throat> little impressions with their feet. Um, we have four people here. I will start from the left. Uh, left, standing, tall, looking towards the three people at the right. Well, two groups of two. Two people standing on the left, two people sitting down on the right. The two people on the left are looking at the two people on the right. They are wearing boots, um, and then they have naked legs above their snow boots. I'm guessing they're snow boots because they're in snow. Um, by naked legs, I mean they're just bare. Uh, the man on the left. Wait, I'm confused. Yeah. By naked, you mean it's bare? Just bare legs, which I think is notable because it's snowy. And they're it. wearing snow boots up to their, then I can see their their knees, um, hairy knees. Uh, wearing some sort of toga with some sort of fringe on the bottom, holding a spear, very hairy arms, like hairy biceps and hairy, uh, not forceps, what are the ones in front called? Uh, not calves. What, what are arm calves? No one tell Forearms. Him. Forearms. Hairy forearms. <laughs> and a pretty hairy chest. Arm and like calves. flowing hair. <laughs> yeah, I love arm calves. Um, flowing <laughs> hair and a big bushy beard. A big beautiful beard. Um, and like a very stern horizontal brow and a big thick nose and holding a spear. Um, like a caveman type situation? Yeah. Like a pretty oh, blind caveman though for some reason. Yeah. Caveman with snow boots. I guess I don't know how snow cave people did it. I guess like this. Their feet also probably got cold. Yeah, yeah. But it's weird that they had the technology to make boots that could keep your feet warm. But they're like, no, leave the knees they, out. What, you do you know that those are like Gore-Tex or some shit? They might be. Yeah, or boots. like Uggs or something. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, they do look like Uggs. Oh, man. We're not talking about Uggs again. Yeah, I know. The Deej is trolling you now. Um, <laughs> all right. So directly to the left but to our right of the um, the tall cave guy. Caveman left. Caveman left. Right. Is that, wait, is that it. right? Left. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> uh, it's a smaller cave person. Um, I would say maybe three-fifths the height. Um, bald on head. Also has a horizontal imposing brow. Flimsier arms. Not as hairy. Um long white beard, holding a cane instead of a spear, uh, appears to be talking to the man to his right, which is the tall, you know, macho caveman. Um, in contrast to the macho caveman, we have two other kind of cave persons sitting down by a really beautiful looking fire, the small, um, a sensible fire ring, like stones in a circle. Uh, looks like they might have used the TP method to start this fire, but now it's really going. It's a beautiful fire. I'd say it's three, three feet tall, easy, throwing little licks. Not much smoke, but just a little licks of flame in the air. Seems nice. Um, they're sitting behind the fire on either side, so I can't see all of their bodies, but I can see enough to tell you a little bit about these two people. Um, the person on the left has short brown hair, 
can't see eyes at all. You can't see anyone's eyes. I think cave people might not have had eyes in the traditional sense that we understand them. Um, also wearing a toga, not hairy chested, not big burly arms, uh, has a stick that maybe he's poking the fire with, sitting cross-legged by the fire. Um, a very large areola is present here. Just, just the one? Just the They're one. I think the other one is behind because it's, gonna... it's the off-the-shoulder <laughs> version of uh, caveman fur togas. Does that help you? I can only see one one exposed breast on I this. know, but you, you had to say that it's just, you haven't even confirmed that it's connected to a person. Yeah, it's not just <laughs> there. Just Sorry. stated that an areola is here. Oh, yeah. No, it's here. All right. But it's connected to the man. The the sort of, he's got kind of a Beatles-y haircut. Um, and he... I don't know why he looks pale. Everyone, no one else here has skin tone, but he just looks pale and a little sickly. But maybe it's just next to this like big brawny, brawny man. Are um, his legs crossed all the way over, or like the number four? Oh, what? Um, Indian so his legs style. Are crossed. Yeah. Oh no. I don't Chris know. Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. We'll oh, thank that. you. Yeah. The preferred nomenclature. Yeah. That I mean <laughs> Yeah. It's gotta be another way of saying it. It's gotta be opposed. Well, whatever. We don't need to appropriate some other culture for talking about just crossing legs. You're right. Crisscross applesauce it is. They're both sitting that way. Um <laughs> spite coming out uh, of it. It's just so <laughs> tough. Yeah. He said through his teeth. Yeah. I don't like crisscross applesauce, but it's definitely the best the best. Is it we because have. of the applesauce? Yeah, it's definitely because of the applesauce. I get it. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's not fair because you're evoking Crisscross, one of my favorite bands, mm -hmm. and then the next moment walking away from them as if you didn't even mention them at all. It's spelled totally differently. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be. Um, we're all writing this future together. Um, so the other person sitting behind the fire... Uh, does not have an exposed areola, um, but is also sitting crisscross applesauce uh, with a darker toga and long hair that hides all of his or her face. I'm going to guess it's a her, just because, again, no visible <sighs> areola. Um, she is warming her hands by the fire. And that is kind of all you need to know about this. The old tiny man is talking to the hairy man about the two fire sitters that crisscross apple saucers. In my day, we froze to death, but we were happy. It's funny because he's alive. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say funny. Um, we froze to death, but we were happy. So what is it? What's the modern equivalent of this? Like in our day, we read books, but we were happy. Yeah. We didn't have video games. We walked. We walked to school. It was uphill both ways. Yeah, that sort of thing. But that's, but that we story is never. That story is never followed by. But we were happy, walking uphill both ways. Uh, but we were happy. Right. The one yeah. I say a lot has to do with like devices. I say yeah. that it's all the time. Like you know, we didn't even have this thing. You know, we didn't. Yeah. Have Did you say? But we were happy in the car. And we were happy. Yeah. 
Were you though? Bored out of our minds. Yeah. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. Geez. Staring out the window for hours at a time. Yeah. I would have killed for a Game Boy. I started swinging Swing Low Sweet Chariot once in the deepest voice possible. And it definitely got my parents to buy me something like hastily <laughs> along the side of the road. <laughs> just to get Wait, you just to just over, buy something. I don't yeah, care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's a good Works really well. I just like that that's the, that's the place you could go to that will get them to take that course of action. Yeah, fast. I don't know what Nowhere else. Yeah, my dad wasn't a big fan of religion, so it might have just created so much that he just couldn't even handle it. Um, I was going through old photos this weekend, just because that's what you do sometimes. And uh, I found the dweebiest photo. Like, it was our church, like, circular, like, you know, the book that comes out once a year that has the pictures of the family standing with one another. And I'd never uh, thought about this before, but uh, nope. <laughs> no one else had that. No one else no had one that? that. What are you talking about? What are you, you talking know? about? Like this is the families in the church. No. Nope. Wow. Like a church yearbook. Yeah, <laughs> sort of like a church yearbook. Huh. That's yeah. what it sounds like. That does seem strange that I had that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, huh. so imagine you had a church yearbook that showed the families of people who went to church. And um, that's what we had. Um, but Isabel, my, you know, Mrs. Hero, Ms. Hero, um, looked at it and noticed that my father wasn't in the photo. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, no, he isn't in the photo. I think he was so resistant to the fact that he didn't think anyone should go to church that he also refused to be in the family photo, <laughs> which I think made us look like a fatherless household. Which so this, this is like a, this is the official church yearbook photo. Yeah. This just isn't like, like there's a candid no, like, photo. Abstained or like not pictured. No. <laughs> abstained would be a really great way. To I technically don't believe in God, so I won't let you take my photo. I abstain. Yearbooks. <laughs> technically, I'm a lawyer, so I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, no. Never heard of a church yearbook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so every year you would do this? I don't think so. Let's say once every, I don't know. I think I maybe did it two or three times. So once every four years or something. But that's every year. It's probably every year and we just didn't do it every year. That's or maybe we did recipes. <laughs> I don't actually yeah. have the book. I just have like the outtakes, like the other photos. Um, <laughs> the ones it should have recipes. On. It should have recipes. Although... Yeah. The only thing I remember from sort of church food was lots of leftover donuts. Great. And then bug juice, which I think was just, or they might've had some sort of name for it for punch, but it was just mixing like, I want to say like grape juice and seven up and putting it into a big urn that you would pull out of with a pitcher and like. What kind of juice. church is this? Methodist. Is this, is this communion? <laughs> yeah. No, I think this was just like, you know, after church or hanging around talking in another room. I have no idea how church worked. I never understood a single moment of it, but I did like the juice and I found out later it was just um, soda. All right. Um, <laughs> I just, I soda mean, remains great. We're, we're all thinking it. So I'll ask the question. Are we sure this was church? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, maybe that's why my father refused. He was like, I'm not getting into the cult photo. <laughs> You can Drink do this. this. Juice. Yeah, Barbara, it's they're your kids. Juice. Yeah. 
wow yeah no i that's a tough moment right there yeah but you drank the juice and you turned out great i do remember that the pastor like talked a lot about calvin and Hobbes as well that sounds just like like church (laughs) doesn't seem (laughs) super churchy either sounds like the hip young pastor described him to you yeah yeah i bet there were parables there (laughs) yeah Did he ever let you see the cartoons or did he just like painstakingly describe what Calvin was doing? Oh, no. (laughs) Was he the official Calvin and Hobbes? This is really tough for me. Um, Yeah, no, he didn't show us the cartoons. He described them in painstaking detail to his his clergy. Not his clergy, his his congregants. His congregants. Is that what? Yeah. are we we called each other man? sheep, right? Everyone called you... themselves sheep. <laughs> you know. Are you? Are we the sheep? Are you doing this to us I now? was is, the sheep. Yeah. I definitely the, feel like Oh, the my sheep. God. The fact uh, that this is my own online church. Oh, my God. Good stuff. Oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> it's, all of you. it's all of us. Yeah. The real church is all of us. Where's my fucking juice? Yeah. yeah. Dude, no, juice. Every Sunday? I would love to send you guys just a bug juice kit, which is just like a 20 ounce of Sprite and a 20 ounce of like fruit punch. Yeah, send it on. Man juicy made juice. fruit punch. Yeah, right. juicy juice. It was certainly Ooh. juicy juice from a can. In the can Great that point. you had to. Yeah, you, you have to. Like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be an amazing kit. Kit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you want to become an acolyte, you need to get one of these kits, and that's just the rule. Let me tell you what an amazing kit would be. <laughs> just giving out things. great kit you ideas. Juice juice. End of kit. <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing kit. Um, Are you going to lightning round us or what? Is oh, it time? I wasn't going yeah. to. No, we um, need a lightning round. All right, this one's really, really tough. I have no idea what it means. I'm going to read it to you quickly that's a lightning round Millsap the third um is the the author and the cartoonist presumably <clears throat> um we find ourselves on a street with three row houses they're very tall they're this is not how houses look in the real world and that's annoying but i'm gonna ignore it for the safe, sake of expediency I won't, though, because they're a single room wide. They have an enormous front door that takes up, I don't know, 40% of the width of the house. And then above that, there's two tiny windows on a floor that's maybe six feet tall. And then there's just a plate glass window on the top floor with a ridiculous gable. And also, the house only goes back one. This is three rooms on top of one another. It's ridiculous. And there's like three of them in a row. Actually, not three of them in a row. There's you need to two slow this row. down. You're way ahead of pace. Oh, boy. You're way ahead of your pace. Great. Well, that's a good point because there's two of these houses in a row. I've already described the er form of the house. That is ridiculous. Let's move past it. Two on the left, blank, one on the right. They're all the same. I assume this is Britain. I have no reason to assume that, but I just think this is what British houses look like sometimes. What is, narrow, what is the blank? Um, the blank is like what's... Like an alley? So I'm going to get to it, but it appears oh, to see. be... I see. Well, there's three people standing in front of this. I'm going to call it an entity. It's not like it's living, but this thing taking up the space between the two houses. Um, the space between the two houses, it's regular house 
wide. So, I mean, in this absurd world, that's maybe 12 to 14 feet. Um, uh, so it could have had a house there, but it has this entity. Three people standing in front of this. I'm not going to describe the entity, so I don't have to say entity anymore. Um, well, I don't believe you sent me the definition of a hummock, but I could say that this is more or less what I was thinking of when something was a hummock. It's a big kind of like dirt hill covered with clods of grass and tiny shrubs. Um, but it's very vertical. It takes up most of the space of what this house would have been had there been a house here. Um, it's not as tall, so it's not surrounding the house in case that's what you were thinking. It yeah. is in fact just a sort of infill. Oh, hello. Um, an infill. Turn your fucking ringer <laughs> off, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually don't know how. I turned on that noise the other day, and it's been a real whirlwind. What is a hummock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Episode that's... 280, where we walk the hero through his settings. <laughs> I think the other one was a hummock. This is not a hummock. Um, well, had it not been snow, it would have been a hummock. Could have been a snow-covered hummock. Um, great. Okay, so... It's kind of like a pile of dirt. And in the front of the pile of dirt, it's as if it's been, God, this is so weird. It's like a cave opening where the front door is to the other houses. We have the opening to a cave, but it's like no opening to a cave you've ever seen. It's as if there was a hill there that had concentric rings of different colored dirt, which I guess sometimes a hill could look like. And they've cut it off at a very sharp angle at the face of where the other houses are. So it's almost like you're looking through a gobstopper or something with lots of, or like the rings of a tree or no gobstopper is the one I'm going to go with. Um, and they're, beads? yeah, well, yeah. Beads. Wait, what do you mean beads? Like a gobstopper is a bead. Where they're like cut and you can see all the. Oh, you mean like high person jewelry. I don't mean Maybe. jewels. I mean beads. You you really took this instruction from Deej to slow it down and, well, I guess the opposite of ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> Decided to lope with it. Meandered over yeah. there with it. Um, well, I do want to talk more about that Sculpey jewelry because I still consider it jewelry even though it doesn't have jewels, but that's not right. Um, anyway, so three people are sitting outside Wait, of this. Is that true? What? So like a, a, like a silver ring would not be considered jewelry in your world? Oh, no, I think it would. I believe I was corrected by the domo because I called it, it was not a bead or a jewelry is not a bead. I think. Yeah, I don't think that's the, the way case, around. but it just yeah. felt right in that, in that moment. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think you were right in that moment. Um, three people standing out front. I don't know what relationship they have to the house. I'm going to guess at least one or two of them live in the house and are talking to someone who doesn't live in the house. And the, the house, house is also just a hole in a mound yeah. between okay. some houses. It's a hill house or something. Yeah. Mound it's a, house. It's a mound. It's a, I mean, it looks like a section through a hill that has houses crammed all around it, but it's a, it's a cave. Um, I haven't sent it yet. That's why there's no talking. I apologize. 
Ba da do. Da da da. There you go. So you got these people explaining to this other person what the deal is. Yeah. One imagines. With, with this whole house on a street. There's also grass and rocks and stuff on the sidewalk in front of their house, but it's still a sidewalk. I don't know what that implies. Well, nevertheless, it's an unusual situation. Yeah. Yes, and the person says, we decided to restore our home to its original state. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. But then, but then that's just the exterior. Presumably there's like home stuff inside of it. I think they meant that before people came around and ruined the world, everything was caves. I think that's what, I think that is the joke here. Do you guys disagree? Do you think there's an No, I like the idea that there was at one point a bunch of row caves that eventually turned into <laughs> yeah. houses. Yeah, because they the are row houses. Place. Row caves is a great point. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any row caves. I'm buying that domain name. <laughs> row caves? Rowcaves.com? Yeah. Dot com. Which is, which would well, be you where know, you it's, go. It's certainly owned by whoever owns Bro Cave. Oh yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think we know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well let's all let's all go ahead and disperse off to go buy our respective domains mm -hmm. that we need before anyone else squats there first. Frankly. Yeah, before this before this episode is released. Before this episode is released. Out. Hurry. You've got to hurry. Yeah. If you, you want to, to make do it money, now. you've got to get on these things quick. As soon as, we, as, soon as we hit leave, this thing publishes, and it's out there. No yeah. other work, true. you know? It's true. Yeah. That needs to read you some of these words on this liquid death can. Oh, yeah. Please do. Yeah. Do it after you hit leave. Oh, no. It's incredible. <laughs> I leave it on. It looks like it's just going to be ingredients, but it's not. It says, this frosty can of pristine Austrian mountain water won't just refresh your body. It will murder your thirst. Our proprietary thirst-murdering process begins with liquid death forming a rope of veins that will wrap around <laughs> Thirst's head and strength. I'm sorry, forming what? A rope of veins. A rope of veins. <laughs> oh, Once that's liquid a horror. death reaches your Thirst's brain, all of your Thirst's memories will be replaced with repeating loops of its own head imploding, which is exactly what happens next by it causing your thirst's head to explode, brain to squirt out of its ears. Oh my god. That's, that's, that's horrifying, liquid death. Yeah, so once in which your the thirst, thirst has been murdered, once your thirst has been murdered, the soul of your thirst will begin to escape and float towards the sea. Uh. At this point, drink a second sip of liquid death to rip its soul uh. back down and force it to begin gluing uh. its own body parts together uh. so that it can crawl back inside you and eventually grow into a fully formed thirst once again. <laughs> 